Go Deep. Welcome back to GDP Go Deep, the podcast. You can find us on most forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also reach out to the cast, T.O. Big Show, Lord Fawn, Motorsports Mofo, Sturzy, Big Mikey, Astra Moon, and Sassy K. Thank you for your support, and remember, always go deep. All right, folks, welcome back to GDP Go Deep, the podcast. Today's show is another special show, and as I always say, I know I always say the next show or this show is special, but really, it is going to be a special show, at least for me on a personal level. Folks, don't forget, you can pick up all our belongings, (laughs) sorry, all our stuff off the store. Look up teespring.com and look up GDP Go Deep, the podcast. And we have t-shirts, we have hoodies, we have masks. I wish you had gloves and maybe a rubber bag because I would probably more suit this cast. Anyways, introducing our guest today is none other than Asher Moon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I feel like we haven't talked forever, but I know we have. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so today's show, it is a special one and it's special for a different way. When I was growing up, I used to love horror flicks. And even though it scared the shit out of me, I still went back for more. And I feel like you're also one of those types of people. I am absolutely one of those types of people. Horror movies are my bag. That's kind of, I don't really watch a lot of television or movies or anything like that, but I will always, always make time for a horror movie. And when I was a kid, same thing. I loved them. I had seen all of, like, all of the movies you should not have seen as a child, but that was growing up in the 80s, right? We yes, still different do stuff time. like that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a different time. All yeah. right. With that being said, we kind of prepared our own list, our own top five. I don't know if you want to say haunted, scary, weird yeah. horror movies. What do you want to say? Horror mo- movies that will get you definitely in the Halloween spirit. October appropriate movies, yes. I think, for sure. Like, I think anything that would fit under, like, the general genre of horror. So, like, suspense kind of thrillers, maybe. Yes. And, you know haunted ghost movies maybe a little bit of the gory action too like the slasher flicks all of that kind of would fit i think all that delicious genre yeah scary stuff stuff that makes you kind of want to sleep with the light on a little bit (laughs) or not watch alone you know yeah or uh play ambient noise so that you feel like somebody else is nearby exactly exactly i'm just gonna turn this fan on here and turn all the lights on yeah. and maybe grab my bible and lock know, lock like. my first door then my second door and maybe i'm gonna lay on the mattress inside my living closet now yeah i'm just gonna go to church i think that's probably <laughs> just the best place and if if you're really that afraid maybe uh just just don't turn on that flick <laughs> yeah seriously but i i always say you know what even if you don't really like horror movies you can find like a thing to like about them so if you maybe you like the like the suspensefulness or like just how the story goes or maybe you do like the gory blood and gut stuff which i'm not the hugest fan of but i loved it when i was a kid i think the older i'm getting i'm getting a little softer i'm like i don't know if i want to watch that so much i kind of sometimes will turn my head if it's really bad but i can't help it i have to see it i'm like a deer stuck in headlights once something's happening i'm like what's going on what yeah oh man no <laughs> no it's funny because my like i still like i still like watch horror movies even if i turn my head but my my kid he's a teenager and he hates horror movies and he will not watch them he won't watch them and i'm like they're not real you know <laughs> but yeah it's just too much he's like, he's like no no i no i don't i don't like feeling scared when i watch movies and i'm like ah whose kid are you because like <laughs> you know what i mean 
how could I not pass on my horror movie love to my son? Go to your see your dad. I'm not impressed. Your grandchild will be cursed with all the love for this type of movies. (laughs) P.S. Seriously. I seen it in the cards. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. But with that being said, let's start with our top five. And of course, because I feel like I'm a gentleman, or at least I try to act like one for the podcast. Please, would you do the honors of starting with your number five? My number five, we're going to go back in time a little bit. I think this is late, mid to late 80s, but uh, it's the Lost Boys with uh, okay. Keith Sutherland and Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. And that movie is so awesome because it's kind of funny. It's about like, you know, Corey Haim like kind of ends up having to like save his mom from like this town that's run by vampires who are like, hard rock metal like motorcycle vampires and it's kind of like it's comedic in a lot of points because it's got the Corys and you know the Corys were always kind of more on the funny upbeat side right but then there's a lot of really really kind of frightening parts like where they they get very vampire-y and it's very it gets very very scary and I think Kiefer Sutherland isn't the head vampire the head vampire is like this old guy but Kiefer Sutherland is like his like next guy you know what i mean like the next in command and it's just such a great movie if you haven't seen lost boys i definitely suggest like see if you can rent that somewhere or find it because it's such a wicked movie and it's yeah it's, it's definitely my number five for sure it, it sounds actually really good and i'm surprised i've actually kind of missed it but uh yeah i that's kind of a travesty i'm a little bit disappointed <laughs> that you haven't seen the lost boys sorry i was i was dealing with the other horror movies i was watching and somehow that just didn't fall in there but listen at the end of the day it obviously was a good movie and it still is rather and probably holds up comparatively to some of the newer stuff that's coming out but with that being said we're gonna go into my number five and my number yeah. five isn't scary it's uh what were you saying before it was like a psychological thriller scary kind of like thing? That suspenseful kind of like tingling you know like keeps you on the edge of your seat in like a, a scary kind of way you know yes and i love like the voice actors I, li- I like the actors that were in this whole series and that's kind of why i brought i'm bringing this up but i'm only going to bring up the first one it's not to say the other ones aren't good but this is what started it all and that was scream and that's the one with yeah. nev campbell i believe yeah nev campbell and jennifer love hewitt and drew barrymore uh, was in there at the first scene she was the babysitter was she yeah she was the oh bl- no you know what, you know what i'm thinking i'm thinking of i know what you did last summer oh. that's the one i'm thinking of but no, Scream. Now I'm and now I know the right one. And yeah, Courtney she, Cox. Um, yeah, she's in it, and uh, David Arquette yes. is in it too. Yeah, no, that's that's a yeah. But it's it's funny because they always they they do like the the play on like all of like the traditional like horror movie kind yeah. of things. Like like why would you run upstairs when the killer's in the house? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like all that kind of stuff. But that yeah, it's a really good movie. I really liked it when it came out. No, it was definitely it definitely was a lot of fun. I love I love the series. I love the whole way they kind of went about it i mean obviously you really can't do much more with scream now but i think i heard a small rumor that they're considering doing scream another scream you know i feel like i heard that too but i'm not like i i don't remember enough that like to be like a hundred percent let's see let's look that up maybe if i could spell scream (laughs) (laughs) i just remember the the phone calls sydney yeah like that okay. i think that was roger jackson that did the phone calls so yeah there is going to be a scream 5 coming out oh, they're wow. not sure they're not sure whether it's going to be like a remake or a reboot but it looks like all of the original cast is original it? yeah well nev campbell david arquette courtney cox all of the other yeah, all going to be in it again that's going to be a weird mixture because 
they were married no and then they divorced yeah they're divorced now but i think that they have like a an amicable divorce like i don't think it was like a nasty bad divorce i think it was okay from yeah. what i remember like there wasn't a lot of like drama around it you know what i mean like as far as i remember i can't you know 100 yeah. percent say like i'm not like following courtney cox and david arquette i'm sure sassy k would be right into the mix and be like oh well didn't you remember this and this and this happened it's like calm down there et canada yeah but yeah i'm not 100 <laughs> percent on the the lives there but well you know honestly like when it comes down to it like if it's like somebody's paying you money right like maybe you'll do it because like you're getting money right and also too if it's like an iconic kind of movie like that yeah where you know, like when you get the chance to kind of reprise it, I, I probably would just because like it would be fun to go back and be part of that again. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Like such a huge deal. That's a good time waiting to happen. Yeah, for sure. But no, I can see what you mean where it's not necessarily like a, a scary, scary movie. But, but it's, got it's, the, like a, it's got the gore a little bit. It's got the violence. It's got the well, it is, resolution. It is just, yeah, suspenseful. You don't really know who it actually is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you never really know when something bad is going to happen. Like, I remember at the beginning when, like, the boyfriend, like, comes through her window. And, like, that's, that part is even scary because you don't even know who's going to come in through her window, right? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, no, that's a, good, that's a good choice. That's a good choice, John. I agree. Well, thank you. But let's hear your number four now. So my, I, you know, I was thinking about it like before and I looks like my, my list is really old school. Like I, I'm going to say, I guess I'm a purist when it comes to horror movies and like I go back to the old school ones, but my number four is The Omen. Oh, wow. Again, is not necessarily the most gory movie, but it's literally terrifying. This little boy who's like the antichrist and he like makes all of these terrible things happen. And like, they're nuts. Like I went like one point the, like he, his nanny like hangs herself in front of like a whole, like jumps out a window and hangs herself in front of a whole party. And like, he made her do it. Wow. And um, yeah, he pushes his mom off of like over a staircase, like over the railing of the staircase. And like, again, like it's like, it's just such a scary movie. And then like, they end up like making a bunch, like a couple of sequels afterwards. And like, they're not as like, like not as scary as the first one, but like, they're pretty good. Like, and like, they follow along, you know, it's the music of the Omen that really does it. It's got like that, like, do, 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 like scary, like high pitched. Like, yeah, it's like chanty kind of like church religiousy scary music. It's really actually really scary, and I think it's a lot of it is the soundtrack that yes. like sets the vibe of how scary this movie actually is. Well, music but has yeah, always been known to be very important in movies, and just because well, it's a yeah. horror movie doesn't mean it doesn't have that same importance. Well, yeah, there's actually a sound that um, they play through a lot of horror movies. This is just like this really low pitched sound, and it doesn't even actually like match music or anything like that. It's just kind of like this boom sound that they play through the movie just to build that kind of suspense and intention like yeah. i guess the way our ears feel those vibrations of the sound makes us like gets our anxiety up you know yeah. what i mean like it makes us feel uncomfortable so uh that's like a big part of like the the way they do that yeah that makes but, uh, that makes a lot of sense that sounds like a good I'm, that's another movie i haven't seen i'm it's weird that i'm like going through this list i'm like yeah i've seen a million horror flicks but yet when we're talking about the ones you've dropped so far i'm like oh i never seen that well it's the, the perfect time to like be like okay well what am i gonna do tonight it's october and like halloween is gonna suck this year because of covid so maybe i will yes. just catch up on all these wicked horror movies that i haven't seen and, like make my own halloween fun here like yeah. in my house right so I'm, I'm fyi guys i'm very very sad about halloween this year because halloween is my 
favorite day of the entire year. And like, I usually plan my Halloween months in advance. So I'm very, very upset. So definitely. That's, that's, I, am here. I just want everybody to know that. <laughs> well, I'm also um, very upset about that. But the next movie I'm going to drop as my number four, kind of like to me, kind of reflects like how October starts. You know what I mean? Where it's like slow and gradual and you kind of learn more about it as you go along and then bang, you're right there and it's almost done and then it's over. And that movie is Silence of the Lambs. Yes, that is such a good choice. Yeah. And like they've made so many different like movies, but none of them come close to this one. And like the eerie feeling it makes you feel um, just like, the guy like he puts the lotion on and does what it's told and like the girl being yeah. stuck in that pit well yeah just all of it is just such a mind trip you know like every time you think you've got something figured out it like twists a little bit on you and there's yeah just so much creepiness coming from so many different places in that movie you know like you've got buffalo bill and the like with the chick in the well yeah and then you've got hannibal lecter in the jail and like there's you know just and then, like, all her, like, weird memories and stuff, too, because she has all these weird flashbacks and stuff throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, I thought that's a great choice because, yeah, that's a scary, scary movie. If, and for those those who read, too, the book is actually fantastic as well. So, oh, easily, the whole, yeah. Well, yeah, no, the, the whole, like, the movies and the book, it's a whole series, right? So, about, like, him, I guess. And there's a TV show about it, too, now, I think. Uh, I think so. I'm not positive on that one. I think there was. And I remember... Uh, very briefly and everybody was kind of upset because the way they did it so graphically and it was uh, like it was true to the uh, book yeah, so. yeah i don't watch i don't watch tv really so i don't know but i kind of remember my husband watching something like that so no i definitely agree silence of the lambs is a very very scary movie definitely but talking about definitely. scary movies i can't wait to hear what your number three is well my number three is a whole series as well and like this is obviously going to be on like somebody's favorites list somewhere but i'm gonna go with the whole nightmare on elm street series oh, yes. freddy krueger but i'm gonna specify that my favorite favorite of these movies is number three dream warriors where they are the kids in the hospital and they like have to like fight freddy in the hospital and nancy comes back and she's like helping the doctor and there's the creepy like freddy krueger's mom ghost like the whole movie is just so 80s for one, like so 80s horror for one, but it's, but it's just perfect. such a perfect, it's like literally the best movie ever. It's seriously like, I honestly, I, sh I would put it in my number one, but there's a couple of other movies that I think kind of are just a little bit better based on like, you know, story yep. and, you know, just how scared I actually was while I watched it. You know what I mean? Like with the Nightmare on Elm Street, you still have a little bit of that cheese factor. You know, they're kind of a little cheesy because it's the 80s and he's yep. got all these like, random one-liners like freddy krueger <laughs> you know what i mean like the tongue sticking out of the phone like you've got the 80s effect too right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so you know, <laughs> sorry you've got a lot of a lot of the 80s effects but i think that like all of the freddy krueger movies are awesome in some way or another like the first one was introducing johnny depp like yeah. he's such a baby in that movie and like it's so and like all all of the ones with Nancy are awesome. I freaking love Heather Langenkamp. She's such an awesome actress, and it's so like I never really saw her in much else besides the Freddies. And I'm sure she made enough money, so she didn't really need 100%. to do anything else, right? But she was so good at like being the like 
awesome chick heroine who like kicks the shit out of him. You know what I mean? Like, so that's my, uh, my number, my number three is going to be the whole nightmare on Elm street series with a star and asterisk besides dream warriors, because that one is just a little bit better than the rest of the series. Okay. Well now that we are in the top three, you can tell it's getting a lot more serious in terms of the picks and it's not, there was anything wrong with five and four, but my number three could be on a lot of people's number ones. And you're probably like, why could be? Well, the reason why it could be is because if any, a lot of people were aware of this movie, and I think it was, I mean, it was a bit, it was in the theaters and stuff, but I think if a lot of people are like enthusiasts and they haven't gone back into the 90s, then you're really doing yourself a disservice because this movie, Candyman, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I mean that in like all seriousness. I didn't stand in front of a mirror probably for a good month after that movie because the whole idea in the bases is like you stand in front of a mirror and with the light off and you say Candyman three times. Notice how I don't say it three times. <laughs> <laughs> but then he comes and he takes you. <laughs> and like that's what this movie is about and it scared the shit out of me. It literally did. Didn't, didn't he have something to do with all kinds of bees too? Yes, bees like coming out of his mouth. Yes, okay, he was scary. I don't know who that actor is, but he's a really good actor too. He's been in a yes. bunch of stuff and he's really, really scary. But yeah, no, that movie was so good. Like that was like all of us who grew up in that time, like we would do that at slumber parties and stuff like that. Candyman and like yep. ah, like get scared and stuff like because we, you know, like we're kids. But still, same thing. It was so frightening. You know, as a mother now, I don't understand how our parents let us watch these Different movies. time, different, <laughs> different style know. of raising, right? We're not, we weren't as worried and I guess that's why we have a lot of people behind yeah. bars well i guess <laughs> i don't know about that i don't know about the horror movies causing it yeah no but um no what's it called they had sequels for the Candyman movies too i'm pretty sure there was a couple of sequels they did i never watched and one they were i think you know i can't remember storylines like i you know Candyman, the first one was is definitely the most memorable yes. like like i even remember like shots of like the apartment building that like they walked like there was like some nasty apartment building with like graffiti all over the place that they had to go into at some yep. point like pieces are coming back but i remember the second and third one kind of being like a little just more gruesome and not really as frightening yeah but no. i might be i might be wrong about that so well i guess because we haven't I, I haven't seen it i can't really base an opinion but i it didn't do well and a lot of horror fanatics that are much more horror fanatics than me don't really talk about it so that insinuates to me it was you know thanks for trying it didn't really work out all that well though yeah i can understand that usually well you know with with sequels right especially like in the 80s and 90s where they just did sequels out of everything just because it's kind of you they were all they were hit or miss i think oh definitely but uh yeah no that's a good good pick i haven't seen that movie in a really long time i'm gonna have to put that on my list of things to watch this well month. make sure you have a really bright led light and a couple padlock doors and so on because you'll feel like that and you'll probably uh remove some mirrors just saying <laughs> yeah yeah well and i just gotta make sure that I, I keep my mouth shut in front of the mirror so you know <laughs> literally no bees yeah yeah no bees you want to move on to number yes, two then please. so my number two would be uh 28 days oh. and 28 days later scared Those the shit movies, out of me too scared me so much and i remember the first time i saw 28 days i was in new york with my husband and we had had like some drama go on and like where something of ours got taken it was a whole big scene and the police ended up coming like we talked to the police officers and it was really really late at night and my husband was really tired he fell asleep and i was wired i was wide awake because of all the stuff that had gone down right yeah so i decided to watch this movie 
by myself while my husband was asleep. <laughs> a good and oh my goodness, I was like, can I call the police to come hang out with me? Like, I'm so scared. Tell you what, just bring his gun. I'll be good then. They, they move so fast. I think that's really the thing that frightens me the most about it is that like, they're so fast that you know obviously it's not a real situation but if you think about putting yourself in that kind of a situation like would i be able to get out of that yeah you know what i mean and i think that's why it freaks me out because like i'm freaking old i'm not getting away from anything (laughs) i'm taking three steps and my back starts to hurt i'm like all right fine just you know can you take my brain first so i don't really feel any of this please (laughs) (laughs) you know what's weird about like what you're talking about in that situation of like hypotheticals right it's weird i've spent a lot of time thinking about this hypothetical and I've come to the conclusion, and I think if everybody else that listens is on board, let's uh, frame a crew or a group here in Southern Ontario, and anywhere in the world, actually, let's make a faction. But I'm saying that I'm probably going to take over a Costco. So, you know, <laughs> you know, under normal day circumstances, Costco, you have nothing to worry about. But uh, if there's a zombie apocalypse, I'm probably going to take over the store, and we're going to lock I'm off coming, all the exits. I'm coming and stuff. for your, your Kirkland. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> We could have a wicked set up shop between all the food and all the accessories and the batteries galore. Seriously. I wouldn't have to leave. The worst part would be all the garbage that'd be out the back attracting the animals or the zombies, but whatever. We could figure that out. No, my, my younger brother actually has a really good idea for zombie apocalypse. He thinks that if you just go as north as far north as possible, the zombies will come, but then they'll freeze. Because it's really cold. So then when they're frozen, you can just go chop off all their heads while they're frozen. Let's just hope you have enough natural gas. (laughs) That's actually a really good idea. I'm like, we're Canadian. We can figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, we can figure it out. Sorry, sorry to everybody else. The Canadians, we just have that talent. Like, (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, in Alaska and uh, none of it, they're all like, why are they? Yeah, seriously. uh, What is this this zombie apocalypse they speak about in the South? Seriously. But no, I think that's a really good idea. I'm like, because yeah, like if they're all like frozen in the snow, you just take like a little like sled, like one of those ski-doo things and just whop off all their heads. You know what I mean? When they de-thaw, like or de-thaw. When they well, it's like, like chicken in the microwave. You got to thaw them. Well, you can't defrost something. You have to you know, thawing it is unfreezing it. Yeah. So it's de- defrosting. So dethaw is like a double negative. I yeah. always do that though. Um, <laughs> um, but no. So I think that's actually a really good like zombie apocalypse plan. But back Definitely. to the movie though. Back to the movie. Like just the idea of of something like that happening, where like where it's a virus, where like anybody you love can get it, and then all of a sudden like you're stuck having to like chop off somebody you love's head or kill that just the idea of it and it was so well done like the the cinematography like the lighting of it is really well done the music the way they do like the super fast running movement kind of shots and stuff like that i thought it was just a really really well done movie like it literally scared the the bejesus out of me and i couldn't sleep and i really wanted to wake my husband up and you know i felt like a little kid watching a horror movie again when i watched it for the first time so that is definitely my number two is uh, the 28 Days movies. Well, that's a very good choice. I think you already know that, but that is a very good choice. It really represents what I think Halloween's all about, being scared the shit out of, right? Exactly. So I'm going to see your 28 Days, and I'm going to match it with Hellraiser 2. Oh, my God. I cannot even watch those movies. They so, are so scary. Like It's psychological. Like You see a lot of gory stuff, but really, when you... When you go into the story of it, it's really like psychological and it fucks with your head, right? Well, for 
sure. Like when I was a kid, even like back in the video stores and for, you know, the younger listeners who are listening, a video store was this place that you could With go. With VCRs and <laughs> yeah, you could get Nintendo game rentals. Yeah, seriously, you could get stuff you didn't own and you'd borrow it for a couple of days and then take it back again. So anyways, but I like they'd have the boxes like like on the wall so you could decide what movie you wanted. And the Hellraiser one with Pinhead, is that his name? Like yes, it pin? is. Pinhead. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I was like the box itself even scared me. Like I, I've never actually seen it because I've always been too chicken to watch it. <laughs> oh, well, you're in for a treat, especially with Hellraiser 2. And I've watched all the rest of them. But for some reason, Hellraiser 2 is the one that I've, I have all the memories of. And like them being uh, like they were tr- someone was trying to open the cube and then it opens all the demons. It creates a, a portal where they can kind of pull each other in. So the idea is they're going to pull real people in to eat them and or not eat them, but like torment them and shit like that. And like the one part of the scene where the one the one guy, I can't remember his name, but he has like the hand attached to his head. And it's like this massive hand carrying a bo- like a human body around by the head. And it can send out like these snakes and shit that kill people. And like they're yeah. That's, yeah, that sounds even now like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not when doing, I'm... I'm not doing this movie justice, but it do, it will, like, I, I mean, 80s graphics, of course. So you're going to see a lot of stuff. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, you have to take it, like, for the time that it was made, yes. right? It holds up, but though. No. If they were to remake it, it would probably look really well, uh, like, really well done. And maybe the gra- everything would look graphically better. But I just hope that they don't change the way the characters look necessarily. Because an updated version of them, fine. But I just feel like what they've set up there is what it, it ought to be in terms of the looks of the demons and, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, you know what's called? I'm going to put that on my list, too. Because, you know, I know movies aren't real. So I can... Uh... I can still watch even if I get scared. Maybe just watch but, in the morning. Maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> I'll just watch in the morning. Maybe I'll be like, oh, I'll be like, oh, hey, my child, come sit with me. We're going to watch this documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Pinhead? <laughs> well, he's a teenager, so I wouldn't ruin him that much, but he doesn't like horror movies, remember? So I would. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't start him there. Just a suggestion. <laughs> maybe Pet Cemetery. You know. Well, you, you know, actually, I try every year. I try to do like a like a child. I've, I try to do like a child friendly Halloween or, or horror movie after okay. we go trick or treating. And uh, the first movie we ever watched together, like his first horror movie, was Silver Bullet, the Stephen King story about like the kids who uh, like take out the werewolf or whatever. It's a pretty it's a pretty cheesy movie, but it was good. Like it was good for him, like for like an eight year old to watch a horror movie for the first time. You know what I mean? Like it 100%. was good. And he loves Jaws. Jaws you know, I'm gonna give an honorable mention to Jaws because okay. you don't really think of Jaws as a horror movie, but it's actually such a scary movie. Another it's, psychological you know, thriller. Yeah, you you don't even really see the shark that much, but it's just the idea of it always being there. That and that of, music that we we just finished talking about, like exactly when it's got such a, well, even still now, like when I'm swimming with my, my with my youngest, and I'm like, you know, in the pool with him, do do do, like we play Shark Attack, you know, and we use that song as like Shark Attack, you know, hundred so, percent. No, sharks are very scary uh, creatures. So that that that's a make sense honorable mention. Yeah, I mean, I could name off a couple a million movies like uh, the Amityville Horror. I'll use that as my oh for sure, absolutely my uh, honorable mention. That was a scary ass uh, movie that was based on a real house. God damn it! I really hope it's, that never happened. It's still one of my like I would like to go there and see it. Like at one point, sure. Um, and you mean the original, right? Like the the one from the seventies, not the remake with Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, 
yeah, the, the remake was okay, but you know, it's just that the original had such a good like flavor to it. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. so good that you kind of sometimes you can't just you just can't mess with the classics. But... Definitely not. If you're going to though, you remember that you have that stress of that cult following for that. Because horror movies are different than a lot of other movies. Like, there's cult followings, but I just feel like it's the type of people that are into horror flicks take a little more offense when you mess with their stuff opposed to, like, guys that are into Marvel. Yeah, exactly. I could be wrong, though. Well, no, I uh, I kind of, like, if they said they were remaking, like, one of the name around Elm Streets now, I would be like, absolutely not. I Like, there's no way possible. Like, I'm pretty sure Wes Craven has passed away, right? Yeah, and I think he did something with his rights to make it impossible for them to do a remake. That is so awesome. I'm Wicked. not positive. There was conversation but if about that, it. If that is the case, then please, is, is Rob England still alive? The guy who actually played Freddy Krueger? I think so. I feel like he is like, but you know, there's just, it's just, no, it couldn't, it can't be done because it was just such a, like a vibe. You yeah. know what I mean? Like such a feeling. No, I, I kind of, I kind of, well, I'm also though, I don't like when things get remade for the most part. It makes me mad. I'm like, just leave it alone. Like, you know what I mean? Just leave it. Like, I think they can do it, but only if you're, I don't know, there's like a certain humility you have to do with it. You have to yeah. really like, there's something that there's a level of respect that has to be in that remake for that movie. A lot of sh- uh, movies have done. They've done it. They've honored that move that movie in such a way, and the remake was actually better. But that's more often times than not. Or- well, I find I find that with a lot of remakes that they really don't focus on the story as much as they just fancy it up with like really cool like effects. And like that's awesome. You know what I mean? Effects are really wicked, and everyone loves like to see crazy special effects. But if you don't actually like tell the whole story then the effects don't really mean anything. You know what I mean? Like, it's 100%. just a bunch of, like, explosions and scary things happening, and then the movie's done. You know? Like, I think that's a big part of, like, like modern movies are missing is really that story. Like, yes. that kind of drives, drives, like, draws people in. It's really all just kind of visual. It's like, it's cool. I'm not, you know, dogging anybody for that because, like... Thank you for trying. Well, and it's still, too, like, that's somebody's art, right? Like, mm-hmm. somebody has created that and done that. So, of course, I'm going to be, like, like awesome. Woohoo for your art because we should always celebrate other people's art. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, always celebrate other people's creations. But, yeah, you can, like, you can throw a little bit of more story in there, too, guys. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Just a little bit more story. Well, at least but, try to, like, pay homage. If you're going to do that, then try to pay homage to the story the way it was, opposed to trying to change it and then be too focused on the effects. Exactly. Speaking of stories, like, or, like, movies that are all stories, yeah, that kind of takes me into my number one, if you're ready. Yes, let's hear it. So, my number one is a really old one, and it, it's pretty obscure. I don't know how many people will have heard of it, but if you have not seen this movie, please get this movie. It is such an awesome movie. It's called The Changeling, and it was done in, like, the late 70s, early 80s, and it stars George C. Scott, who is, like, a really famous old actor from, like, like old like older times whatever but he's like actually such badass he was such a good actor um and he's canadian too which like makes him even cooler Definitely. but anyways it's the story of this guy and he's like a i think he's a composer like a pianist composer his family passes away in a car accident so he moves and he starts his new life in like a new like big mansion his new mansion is like super haunted by like people who lived there a long time ago you know it's really it's kind of it's really a slow build kind of story like you really got to get into it because it's really all it's an actual story like there's not a ton of effects in this movie okay but the story builds like really slowly but it builds like to the point where like there's a part where there's like an old school wheelchair like child's wheelchair like from like the 1850s chasing people around the house like oh oh, yeah it ends up being so 
frightening. And it's like literally probably one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've seen it a thousand times. And every time I watch it, I'm still scared. Like I'm still as scared as I was the first time I watched it. So even though it's not a slasher flick, there's not a lot of like, you know, flashing lights and slamming doors and you know what I mean? Stuff like that. It still ends up being so scary that it's totally like with like miles ahead, my number one movie for sure delicious well on that topic i guess it's time for me to hit my number one mm-hmm. all right to hear. <laughs> so this one has a re- a remake it was it was successful but i mean obviously it wasn't the original the music for this particular horror flick is iconic people uh use it as a joke i feel just like certain things that have happened in it are, are like i don't want to say relate because i'd be dumb i i feel like they just they just know this is what a lot of people base their horror flicks or they think of when they think of horror movies, and that's The Exorcist. Oh, for sure. Like the, the chick, and, like doing that backwards head turn around in on the stairs. Like, wow. There are things that in that movie that I literally cannot make like come past my lips. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't like the, like that scene with the cross. We all know what we're talking about there, right? Yeah. Like I yeah, 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 I can't even say that. No, that movie is yeah that that movie. I'm actually a little disappointed that I didn't think to put that on my top. <laughs> well, I mean, you had a good list, right? So it's it's just a matter of perspective and time, right? So yeah, no, that's it's such a frightening movie. It's it's very frightening, and like, like all the different movies out after that were basically like trying to recapture that glory from that that movie yeah no that there is everything about how that movie was made is absolutely fantastic like the actors that they got the like the lighting the the music the cinematography everything is just absolutely perfect like they literally made a masterpiece with that movie absolutely for sure and i've never actually seen the remake of it oh really i don't even even think i've seen any of the sequels but the first one was enough yeah 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 that's a that's a crazy it's a crazy movie yes. uh just like the music of it is very iconic and like just like the scenes from the movie with the girl crawling up the wall or you know the scene with the cross obviously and yeah. uh the voice the voice when like she was talking and like i don't know i would just if i was em- envisioning uh, a demon i think i would think of the exorcist yeah for sure most definitely i think too a big part of like the exorcist is that it you know it it touches on things that are so personal to people, like when it comes to like religion and things like that. Definitely. But I think that I think that that is a big part of why it gives it such a skin crawly kind of. I don't really know how the word like the word to like, but it just it almost feels like like you are you're watching like a perversion in this thing. Like you actually are. Why? Like I guess you're right. Like watching a real actual demon. And like it it is. It's kind of like what you think about when you think about like stories and stuff. And like yeah. It's, definitely that's a great first pick for sure oh i want to watch that now. <laughs> asher moon thank you very much for taking the time of your day once again to do this top five list with me i'm very appreciative and i'm sure anybody that watches horror flicks will also be very appreciative of your time absolutely and like our listeners too like come on to my instagram asher moon tarot or on my tiktok astra underscore moon underscore tarot and tell me what your favorite horror movies are because yes. i would love to hear what you guys think too about and like what do you think of our list if you agree or don't agree because like that's actually something too that we would love to hear what everybody thinks about the movies we've chosen as well exactly and maybe uh you know list all the ones we might have forgot i don't think we've forgot any obviously there's ones we've left out and for whatever reason 
whatever our reasons are, those are the ones we pick. But I'd love to see what somebody else's top five or how closely anybody else's top five might be to one of ours. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, they can but they can come on to either of our Instagrams yes. or TikTok or they can if they're on the Podbean uh, website, they can leave comments on the podcast too, right? Yes, they can do that. They can like, they can subscribe. Please do. Yeah, exactly. Like the more the more the merrier. That's what I always say. So definitely. Don't forget folks, we have stuff on our teespring.com store we have hoodies we have masks we have t-shirts maybe we'll have yoga pants one day who knows <laughs> once again that'll, Ash- make, that'll <laughs> make lazies like me happy <laughs> there you go well it doesn't work for me i don't think anything spandex on me works but i'm okay with that <laughs> okay folks remember always go deep go deep welcome back to gdp go deep the podcast you can find us on most forms of social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also reach out to the cast. T.O. Big Show, Lord Fawn, Motorsports Mofo, Sturzy, Big Mikey, Astra Moon, and Sassy K. Thank you for your support and remember, always go deep.